Listen, if you dare, to the Lovecraft tapes. Welcome to the Lovecraft tapes. I am Jeremy, your keeper of arcane lore, and we play Call of Cthulhu, a sci-fi horror role-playing game based upon the writings of H.P. Lovecraft. Your investigators of the unknown are... Brian as Delta Green Agent Seafoam Jack. Is this still real life? Gabe as Delta Green Agent Sage Roy. Better than the Barf Division. And Matt as Delta Green Agent Pickle Rocky. I'm Pickle Rocky, yo. Funniest shit I've ever seen. See, Gabe gets it. He has he has high IQ. All right, welcome players. How is everybody today? Good, you? Smoking some reef there, Brian? Nope. It's before noon, so your results will be varied. It is before noon, so when Brian takes his pee test later. Yes, later. That reefer will come into play. That's why he shaves his head. That way they can't do a hair test. That's right. Oh, they can. They just say, drop trow. He shaves that too. There's literally not a single hair on his body. None. Eyebrows, gone. Eyelashes, gone. You gotta bathe in hair remover. I took a bath in Nair. Oh. Listeners, if you would like to provide feedback or praise or just say hi, drop us a letter from beyond on Twitter at Lovecraft Tapes or join our Discord server at discord.lovecrafttapes.com where we can chat with you in real time and maybe even have you run a one-shot for us. You never know. This show is brought to you in part by our generous fans and supporters on patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes. Thanks to Arissa, Zachary Harley, Jordy Rose, Snack Romancer, Jeff Berry, Kyle Sherman, Madeline Turnipseed, Chris Parker, Chris, what's up? Elizabeth Grieve, Jefferson Bell, Brittany Davis, speak of the devil, Olda Polkert, Snow, Oliver Steinus Gunderson, Phil Dickinson, Frank Delventhal, Dom Driver, Jeremy Griffith, John May, Daniel Capron, Robert Jameson, Daniel Hissey, David Winterman, Shosuro Ajo, Quizik. Mitch L, Mal, Eric Zane, Wouter Vermeyen, Corrine, John Emray, Brownie Davis, Davinia Von Zerovich, Malambra 57, Eric Phillips, Boston Harbor Horror, Mike, what's up? Nathan Crow, Eric Sederberg, Gregory Schmucker, Holden Omans, Hoser underscore 21, Jeffrey Young, Bifford, Alexandra Kroska, Tian Tai, Manda McCalla, Marty Dixon, Nicholas Hutto, A.E. Jonesy, a.k.a. Grave Jones, Ineptus Astartes, and Rolling Boxcars. Thank you guys. Appreciate all the support you've given us. Before we begin, we need to take a quick commercial break. And now, a word from our sponsor. Uh Uh-oh. Looks like the world just went all (laughs) topsy-turvy. Now... Between climate change, global pandemics, fascist government leaders, and murderous military police forces, all it's going to take is one more news report of a gigantic meteor hurtling towards Earth to make you run for that bunker you dug in the backyard and hide away in hopes that one day you'll be able to emerge into an environment that's hit the reset button. But how will you ever repopulate the planet? That's where we come in. H.W. Industries is proud to present our latest experiment, uh, product that is totally ready for mass markets and not at all dangerous to indigenous species. Say hello to my little friends, the Bunker Babies. Oh, they may not look like much now. Just a small vial of bright green glowing orbs like caviar from outer space. 
but totally not spawned from an alien life form we just happened to extract from a passing asteroid. No siree. These are FDA-approved, all-natural, organic, farm-fresh laboratory eggs that we developed right here on our own. But enough of that sciencey stuff. Let's get down into the real meat, shall we? Once you're securely locked in your isolation chamber deep underground, simply place one bunker baby into any run-of-the-mill barrel of water. It will start to grow very quickly. Sprinkle the patented food powder hourly as indicated. The tiny dot becomes an elongated mass in just a matter of days. Flippers appear in about a week. After a month, it should be fully formed and ready to emerge from that barrel. Now why don't you help it out of the container and into that provided skin suit? Try not to notice that it looks an awful lot like you. Now quickly, go assist the other 39 bunker babies from their birthing pods. It's best not to dwell on the slippery sounds that their flesh makes when it slaps concrete flow. Once all your children have emerged, you must be very tired. Now go to sleep. You've earned it. You deserve it. Rest assured that your bunker babies will go forth when the stars are right to reclaim Mother Earth. You've done your job. Now just close your eyes and sleep. Dream about a day when countless subterranean hatches are thrown open worldwide and a flood of sightless, gibbering creatures slouch toward a horizon lit by an eclipsed, dying sun. And know in your heart of hearts, it'll be a hell of a lot better than today's so-called reality. H.W. <laughs> Industries, we're planning the future of mankind in the here and now. And we're back. I want it, too, because I want lungs and gills. Old Gill wants it. I hate air, personally, so I'm in for it. Air is for suckers. Oh, I'll take a sucker. Well, actually, what we breathe in is not entirely oxygen, so... Technically, it's mostly nitrogen, yes. That's true. But what if I have a gas leak? Oxygen toxicity is a thing, and it will kill you. Then don't eat beans. No beans! If I play my cards right, by the end of the year, I should have just enough money in my piggy bank to afford that product and or service. And you'll know if that happens, because the pig squeals up quite a storm as I cut a long, wide slot in its back, and then shake it upside down over my head so the coins that I've been feeding it the last year all tumble out, clinking together in a pool of blood at my feet i tumble for you that's what the pig sings oh i get it i don't you explain you do and then you hear banjos paddle faster yeah but banjos is sick he's at home (laughs) (laughs) come on out and play banjos babe pig with my money yeah now dear investigators we finish case 10 praise Previously on the Lovecraft Tapes. Having tied up all loose ends with the Clyde Bauman case, our trio of fearless agents returns to Delta Green headquarters where they are grilled mercilessly by Lagrasse. However, despite some collateral damage and a somewhat messy operation, the agency seems pleased enough with their performance to assign them each to unique divisions and expand its security clearance to other areas in the complex. Just as they're about to congratulate themselves with a hearty mission accomplished, Bert Bertman rushes into Lagrasse's office with a disturbing question. The investigators are stunned speechless as the sciences officer asks, Have you ever heard of anyone named Detox? Jack, 
The name Detox makes your blood run cold. After all, it was your bullet that ended their life back on Bloodsworth Island. It's not a name you thought you'd ever hear again. Please describe the thoughts that arise as you hear it now. This can't be reality. I know for a fact that they're dead. Whatever it was becoming, it was it was put down. There's absolutely no way that this thing, un- unless whatever infected them, if that could bring people back to life or resurrect them, I don't know what this could mean. If Detox is still alive, what, what did I kill? Did I kill anything? This guilt I've been carrying around this whole time? What does this mean for me? I need to find this Detox and see if it's really them. I need to make sure that it's them. Please roll D100. So a 60 is what you rolled. Roy, the name Detox sounds vaguely familiar. A character from some movie? No, it was that Australian kid whose body you left to rot in the bowels of Winoka Point Research Center. Now that you think of it, that was just one more young punk you've left behind, like Raid or Lily Rose. Please share how this creeping realization makes you feel. Well, as I hear that name, I'm sort of befuddled thinking about it. Like, this name's supposed to... Oh, yeah. And then I sort of sit in and think about all the lives I've cut short. I Initially, I start getting a feeling of sorrow wash over me until I realize that it had to be done. Everything was done for a reason. Most of it was out of my control. I mean, it was them or me, and come on, I'm me. (laughs) I've always done the right thing, at least in its own little way, even if that meant doing the wrong thing in that moment. Go ahead and roll me D100, please. I got a 50. (laughs) It's a 50. Not good, not bad. I kind of like a chest x-ray. Rocky, the name Detox catches you off guard. Of course, it's not Detox from Australia you think of, is it? No, it's Gray Albright, a promising young hacker from San Jose, California, who you trained and protected all those years ago. Please tell us about the last time you saw Gray and how you feel about having this memory dredged back up. Well, the last time I saw her was well right before I sent her on her very first mission to help me keep an eye on those two annoying people that keep poking their necks into places where they don't belong. To a degree, it was sad. She very much had potential. She was young, but she was also fairly cocky. Um, enjoyed the show off a bit, and that I knew was always going to be something that we would definitely have to work out of her. But I definitely saw a good future for her inside my agency. And while, yes, losing her was hard, I did spend a good amount of time personally with her, making sure that she knew everything she would need to know to handle these kinds of extra normal things that tend to happen when you work in our field. You know, made sure that she knew there were things out there, showed her a few things. It's a hazard in the business. I've seen plenty of people die, but this one can't help but sting a little more because I saw what could have been, and the fact that everything that she was was cut short was tragic, to say the least. Go ahead and roll a D hundred, please. Bertman continues wringing his hands at the end of the conference table. So, have any of you heard of someone named Detox? Nope, never heard of her. Or him. Whoever this person may be. I'm trying not to assume gender. I've been told that's that's uh, not, not a, th- a correct thing to do by the kids these days. I don't understand it. Uh, by anybody, not just the kids. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Rocky. Uh, uh, what, what do you mean by her? Uh, that, that's, that seemed to be a, 
a strange leap. I had 50-50 shot on pronouns, and I picked one. It was really a coin flip. Uh, I see. And uh, and you, gentlemen? No. Uh, I, I, uh, 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 but I, if, uh, I have to use the restroom. I'm in so much pain. I just got to get off this call. I'll, I'll be right back. I'm going to use the bathroom. And I get up and go to the bathroom. In the corner. <laughs> Pee all over the glass where everybody can see you. This is mine now. This corner's mine. <laughs> uh, well, before you go, Jack. Uh, mm, yes? Th- there seems to be a little uh, uh, dissonance here between your groups. Uh, I mean, clearly, uh, Rocky's lying. Okay, I have no idea what you're talking about. He does that all the time. It's sort of written on your face. Uh, when I mentioned detox, you have this look of sadness. I told you not to use the Sharpie. Roy, were you drawing on my face when I slept again? That's rude. It's funny. So, Jack, what do you, what do you think of that? That's uh, a little odd. I'd prefer to be called Seafoam. Yeah, yes, Mr. Seafoam, yeah. See? It's foam. I'm going to look over at, uh, at LaGrasse and be like, nod for permission. She's not even paying attention to you guys. She's sort of like just finishing up some paperwork. She seems very uninterested in the proceedings at this point. Okay, well, in that case, uh, not at liberty to discuss, Doctor. And LaGrasse looks up and says, oh, no, you're at liberty. You bastard. <laughs> Who's liberty? Libertine. I only know of a person named Detox. There's no way that this can be the same person. So it's somebody or something using that name. Oh, I say that's uh, most unusual. Well, maybe this person who doesn't exist anymore can help us determine who this new Detox is? I highly doubt it because it was my bullet that put Detox down. Oh, when, when did this occur? It's a previous mission that I, I'd rather not discuss. Uh, well, I'm, I'm afraid... We will have to insist that you discuss it. Oh, you'll be afraid. Uh, Mr. Rocky, would you like to uh, help Jack here describe? No, not at all. And Roy, uh, you there on the monitor? Uh, I got it. I got it. You've twisted my arm, but I'll make a, I gotta make a deal here. We're gonna make a deal. Let's make a deal. All right. Uh, which store would you like? I'm gonna tell you this story. And then you're going to up my morphine drip. And then I'm going to get off the call. That shouldn't be a problem. Just remember, if he offers to let you switch your door after you pick the first one, go for it. Because statistically, you're more likely to get a better prize. Yeah, I've seen Mythbusters. <laughs> all right, so one day we were all hanging out. Dan was gone. Oh, I don't know if you know Dan, but Dan was this guy. He's gone. Oh, yes, uh, Dan Williams was his name. Yes, I have it here in the report. He was gone. It was just me and Jack. And we are like, ah, oh, it's weird that we only have two of us here. Then we rendezvoused with this Australian, I guess, girl named Detox, who was this big hacker. Like a computer hacker? Yeah, like, uh, no, like... No, like a hacky sack. No, like in the jungle, they hacked away at the brush. I understand. Please continue. So then, uh, we did a couple things here, we did a couple things there. When it was all said and done, uh, Detox got all covered in this, like, tarry, like, goopy monster demon thing, and got turned into that and then jack went on some violent rampage and murdered her i see yada yada this you know you know the details we left her in the facility and we just assumed that gone is this the bloodsworth island yeah yeah yes she was dead Uh, how do you know that it was a point blank shot to the face jack jack now that i'm thinking about it bullets didn't really work on that last thing yeah my mind is swimming right now too you want to jump in yeah. I only dog paddle, though. I like a doggy paddle. And, uh, Rocky, how do you know this person? Because quite clearly you do. I don't know. I, 
Quite sure I don't. It's writ all over your face. Roy, stop drawing on my face. I've told you before. Take the Sharpies away from him. It's can, can, excuse me, Dr. Q, and no permanent writing anything near this man. Just use hand sanitizer, you big baby. I drew it on your eyelids. Have fun. <laughs> it burns. Oh, God, my eyes. Please, Rocky, we could use all the assistance we can get. Well, when I came in here this morning, I didn't expect the Spanish Inquisition. Would it surprise you if I mentioned that uh, Delta Green discovered that Detox was a double agent for Omega Red? I knew I hated Detox. Rocky, did you know this? Well, I mean, there are things that I did know, and... I knew some stuff and some things. I may have, at one point or another, heard a thing or two through connections that there was someone or something out there named Detox that was poking around into some more secure nodes on several different networks. And while it did temporarily divert our attention after we realized that wherever or whatever they were looking for it did not cross into anything that concerned us we dropped the matter entirely well i see uh well all of this is very alarming as you can understand um we ran across a bit of code in the vr mainframe and this code was authored by someone named detox it has to be somebody using that name it cannot be detox I see. Okay. And and I totally understand your uh, recalcitrance to uh, discuss this further. Uh, it sounds very personal, the loss of Detox, who was evidently your friend before Rocky came on board. An acquaintance. An acquaintance. A co-worker. A quirker. I didn't like Detox. Yes, well, to be fair, you don't like anyone, Roy. I just don't like Except you. Except for yourself. I like people. Uh, Bugsy. I haven't liked them in a while, but... Um, that though that guy you remember that guy I liked him yeah Martinez no no I did I didn't like that guy <laughs> gentlemen uh, we are undergoing some forensic uh, detective work in the VR currently and uh, I could really use your help if uh, if you have some time I know that uh, you've just come back from the uh, previous bombing uh, incident tomorrow would you be willing to come and do a little investigation for me as long as I don't have to go back into that thing oh, no 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 we ha- we have it uh, essentially disassembled to a certain extent it is non-functional currently. We've already had our forensics team, but the fact that uh, you three have, are familiar with detox, maybe there's something that we've overlooked. I'd really appreciate your assistance tomorrow, if, if possible. If it'll help put this to rest, I will help. We need to find out who's using Detox's name. Yes, uh, absolutely. If it isn't Detox themselves, then uh, then whoever is purporting to be Detox. But whoever this person was, obviously was directly involved in what happened to you in the virtual reality, cathartic arena. I'll help however I can. Yes, uh, I have talked to Dr. Gordon, uh, Roy, and uh, she said you should be up and about tomorrow. I'm going to get my more morphine right now. Absolutely. Nighty-night. Please uh, accept my apologies for the interruption, and uh, I'll hope to see you tomorrow. Goodbye. And uh, Bertman departs Legrasse's office, and she looks up half-interested. Oh, are you still here? No. No. You guys are in my room. <laughs> she, without looking, she's still writing on some papers, and reaches over and grabs a... Uh, remote and turns off Roy. A guard opens the door and looks at Rocky and Jack meaningfully while Legras continues to do her paperwork. Gonna stand up and walk out of the room. So you guys uh, have the rest of the day, uh, Jack and Rocky, to do anything extraneous if you want? I'm gonna go work out. 
Jacqueline isn't uh, anywhere to be found in the uh, gymnasium. Because she probably lives there. She's probably off doing some extra reps that are just slightly ahead of your reps. Who the hell is extra reps? Why is she off doing it? That's all right. I'm there for me. I've got to work this this out in my brain as to how detox could have possibly survived or if it is someone using detox's MO. Mo. I'm going to do the wall rock climbing on the wall with rocks. I'm going to climb with no safety line because I don't give two shoots. Two dangs. I don't give a heck. You dirty bird. All right, yeah, why don't you give me a roll of some sort? Uh, that sounds like it's going to be just dex. I need a 60, I got a 48, I sucked the cess. Jack, you take to the wall, and even though your thoughts and emotions are in turmoil, it's a balm to be able to work out and just concentrate on one thing, getting to the top of this wall and grasping each of the multicolored foot and handholds on the way up. You reach the very top and you do realize that you totally forgot to do the safety harness. Splat. By the time you realize it, you've reached the top of the wall and you sort of look back and down and there is a half dozen people just sort of staring up at you in awe as you clamber back down. And they wordlessly come up and pat you on the back as you reach the ground. Superhero landing from the th- the three feet up. <clears throat> superhero landing. He's going to do the superhero landing. Ah, my knee. <laughs> Destroys your knees. The small crowd disperses. You kind of half-heartedly hope to see Jacqueline watching you from a distance, but she's still nowhere to be found. And I pull that thought back in and just keep moving. Zip. I'm going to go into the uh, the sauna. And as I'm sitting in the sun, I feel like I am breathing the, the steam. It feels refreshing. After my sh- sprints, my fits, fits, I, have, I throw a fits. May the Schwartz be with you. I'm going to um, head back to my room and get ready for whatever meal is next. Uh, I'm going to head down to the library. Kenny has the day off, so he's nowhere to be found. So who is at the desk today? If it's not Kenny. A faceless, nameless guard. Oh, no, Kenny isn't. No, Kenny's not here. Well, I was wondering if you somewhere in this expansive facility of yours happen to have an old, an older reel-to-reel tape player I could borrow for a while. Yes, I believe so. In the historical archives. Okay, thank you. Help yourself. And I'm going to start wandering towards the historical archives section to see if I can't find that tape player. Within the historical archives section, looks like an old reel-to-reel player set up for monitoring of old media. Make sure that there's nobody really around put something on the chair because i to kind of bookmark it as mine because i want to head back to my room grab the tapes that i brought back from the cabin and since i can't bring the player with me i will bring the tapes to the player and i just want to see what else was on those tapes because after seeing what happened out there i want to see if i can't get a better picture of just what happened and why don't you give me a cthulhu mythos roll please I needed a 70, I rolled a 52. Yeah, we'll say you spend the rest of the afternoon meticulously pouring over the audio tapes that you brought back from Bauman's cabin. And indeed, the chanting and susurration of voices that you heard previously, where you were quite sure you heard the filler of space and even bugshosh, those phrases, you can't pluck them out of the 
soundtrack anymore. It just literally sounds like a group of fanatics gathered in a church, which has echoey qualities anyways. And this time you do hear what Roy heard, that someone is clearly being bitten by a snake and dies noisily in the arms of the other fanatics. So that, that's that's what you hear at the end of the day? What did he hear in the middle of the day? Roy. I'm in bed. You are in bed. And Dr. Gordon comes up. I understand uh, you're in a little bit of pain. Yeah. You want a little bit of uh, morphine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gimme, gimme. Well, okay, but this will be it. From your vitals, you should be perfectly fine come morning. So I guess one last good night's sleep isn't going to hurt anybody. You have a good night, Roy, and we'll see you in the morning. If your pants are undone when you wake up, that's how they were when you went to sleep. We'll go ahead and fade to next morning. So you guys get up in the morning. Anything you want to do before you report to Bertman? I want to check on my hiding spot in my room, make sure that glass sphere is still there and that nobody's touched it. No one's touched it. It's still there. I'm just going to take a shower, have a cup of coffee, eat some sausage, blow my nose. Blow your sausage. I'm going to eat my pudding. Dr. Gordon has brought you the pudding, but also a little piece of sausage on the side, too. And I'll blow my nose with it. (laughs) That's proper use of sausage. Yeah, it is, baby. What? But yeah, Roy, you are feeling much stronger. And you see that one of the orderlies has parked a wheelchair if you need it. Doing wheelies down the hallway. I'll put my jumpsuit on. You get out of bed and you feel like much stronger. Like that morphine-induced sleep was exactly what you needed. Mexican black tar heroin was just what you needed. Thanks, Doc. Don't tell me drugs don't work. Drugs don't work. I said don't tell me that. Oh, too bad. You can't tell me what to do. I just did. So you're still feeling a little bit of pain in and tightness in your chest, but you still feel like, wow, I feel pretty good. Well, I'll get in the wheelchair then, <laughs> and I'll go full speed down the hallway. I want a Tokyo drift around every corner. He modifies the outer parts of the wheels to where there's spikes sticking out. This ain't Mad Max, man. Except he can't actually go that fast, nor can he drift, so it's just Roy going down the hallway making car noises and screeching when he turns a corner. <laughs> turns too sharp, smacks into the wall. Turns the corner, runs past an orderly. He'll never take me alive, coppers. So the three of you are going to return to the sciences lab, and you arrive simultaneously, let's say. It was really a coincidence. We all try to go through the door at the same time. After you, after you. No, no, no. no, after after you, I insist. Doctor? Doctor. 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 Returning to the chamber where the cathartic arena is housed makes you somewhat nervous. Despite the pedal-like doors having been propped open and all the blinking lights gone dark, it's still intimidating, like a sleeping lion crouched in its cave. Some of the cabling has been exposed, and the exterior panel of the control terminal has been cracked open to reveal the motherboard. A laptop connected to it with multicolored jumper wires sits nearby, a cascading series of green-on-black symbols shifting like digital sand on the screen. We're uh, running diagnostics on the old operating system, trying to identify how the code was injected, explains Bertman, scratching his head absentmindedly. Uh, Feel free to sweep the area. You're also welcome to inspect the software for any clues. Now we have to sweep? Ah, yeah, grab that broom over there and just sweep up. Well, let's uh, reticulate the dustpan, shall we? Yes. To the recycle bin. I'm actually going to look through um, the information that they've compiled to see if anything jumps out at me. I'll just start running into everyone's like, get out of my way, I'm in a wheelchair. So I want to inspect the machine itself, see if I can find any, like, dents or anything like that wrong with it that just obvious. 
that I'm better than them at looking at. Walk over to where he's looking at stuff, scratching his head. So when this whole thing happened, you didn't catch anything on any kind of security system, any cameras? You don't have motion sensors, infrared, supersonic glass break sensors? Wow, fancy. Uh, I don't know what organization you work for. Is that a make a red? I don't know what that is. Uh, of course not. Honestly, to tell you the truth, someone disabled all that. I'm not sure entirely how or why, but I do have my theories. It would have to be somebody who is familiar with the system. So you think it's an inside job? I don't know. I, I, I guess that is entirely possible, but I can't imagine who that might be. Somebody who has knowledge of who Detox was. Yes. Well, there's no way we could have damaged it from being on the inside of the system. It does seem unlikely. Clearly, whatever modification was made was made very shortly before we went in. Yes, uh, I've been trying to decipher this code. uh, He indicates the laptop. But uh, I just can't get uh, get a handle on it. Could you determine which terminal was used to enter the code? Is there a way to track it back to a specific terminal? This is the only terminal that has direct access to the VR. And I'm assuming you picked up the name Detox from the signature left in your outside executed code. Yes, it was a, a code injection. I'm not. Someone must have had access to the terminal to do that. How did you not sanitize your inputs? Come on, man. I start squirting the computer with sanitizer. I'll take care of it. My character's <laughs> name is Drop Table, and the whole thing breaks. All right, uh, Roy, you're, so you're sniffing around the uh, exterior of the pod. So why don't you give me a spot hidden, please? Because I failed, that's why. Because I mean, at 75, I got a 90 too preoccupied with popping wheelies in your wheelchair to notice anything that's it exactly yeah for just like a moment you were like maybe i should look for shit and then you're like no wait if i lean back those front wheels like go up in the air i'm putting a bunch of red Sox cards into the wheels of it so it sounds like a motorcycle jack why don't you go ahead and give me a spot hidden please i needed a 77 i rolled a two so he saw what i missed from across the room i saw him putting the cards in his <laughs> are those red Sox cards In actuality, Jack was looking at the written reports, and uh, he did find mention that there were some fingerprints, a partial fingerprint found on the exterior panel of the terminal, and there seemed to be some sort of electrical short circuit in the pod wiring, and there was a partial shoe print that appeared to be leading to and from the lab that was unidentified and not matching Bertman's or your guys's. Those are the three things that uh, were briefly mentioned, but not exactly followed up to the greatest extent that you can see. I'm going to um, get Rocky's attention. Yes. Come here real quick. And without saying a word, I'm going to point out in the reports or what was written down that I'm reviewing what they found. Without really even looking up from the report, just give him a slight nod. Just enough to where he knows that I saw what he's pointing out, but I'm trying not to give it away to anybody else who might be in the room. Then I'll stick with Rocky as he goes back to what he's looking at and just assist. Head back and take a look at that code that he's looking at. I mean, I've never been one for electronics, but maybe I picked up a thing or two here or there, you know? So, Rocky, you look at the laptop that's running the cascading code and you see that the screen of the laptop is actually split in two so on the left side is the cascading symbols but on the right side it seems to be some sort of directory structure there's a folder that says detox made it a little easier for me to navigate huh i guess i'm just going to start from the top of the directory and kind of work my way down through the files 
see if I can't find anything that's out of place. But I have a sneaking suspicion, knowing Detox, that there's probably something else there. She left something for them to find. It was to distract them from the thing that she didn't want them to find. All right, go ahead and give me a computer use roll, please. Ah, that's a good one. I needed a five. I rolled a 95. Spend the luck. So you're scrolling through the directory, and to you it means very little because you're just hoping to see something that would tip you off that this is somehow related to detox or their hand was involved in it. And as you're scrolling through, you come back to the desktop and you see a single folder that looks odd because there are no other folders on the desktop other than that one tucked up in a corner. Definitely not porn. Well, I know what's not in there now. It's labeled. You can make out what it's labeled. It's a lowercase t, a one, a capital K, a lowercase t, a zero, and an X. Tytox, what's that supposed to mean? As soon as you see it and are able to recognize it, it auto-deletes. Gonna check the recycling bin. At that same moment, Roy, you're popping a wheelie, and then you accidentally tip over onto your back. You guys hear a clatter as Roy tips over the wheelchair. But as you do so, you see a glint of metal underneath the pod. It looks like it's some sort of coin. That's been placed between two contacts? I'll grab it if I can. As you reach for it, with a hiss, the door to the chamber closes. As steam billows from beneath the virtual reality rig, and an eerie red light pulses from within, streaming like blood from the seams in the machinery. The VR's engine chassis groans and whirs as electrical pulses bring it to life the growls and vibratory hum coalescing in a sonic cacophony that begins to sound almost like chanting. Uh, uh, gentlemen, what, what did you do? Did someone hit a switch? God damn it, Roy, what did you do this time? I was just grabbing a quarter. Get over here, there's something under this thing. I'm gonna rush over to Roy and help him back up. And while he's busy with Roy, I'm going to go for the coin, because it's Roy, he's fine. And, Rocky, you do see a coin that's been wedged between two conduits to provide a short circuit to the VR machine. Can I get the coin out? It easily pulls away and allows the arc to continue on its path. And the coin looks somewhat familiar. It's a two-headed coin. Why does that look familiar to you? Yeah, mister, I don't know who this is, shut up. So did he see me pull the coin out from there, or was he... He's sort of squatting next to you. He hasn't seen it quite yet. I'm going to attempt to... Sleight of hand? Yeah, I'm going to try and... It's not going to go well. I have ten. You can give it a whirl. Detox had the the super high sleight of hand for this kind of stuff. Uh, I needed a ten. I rolled a 44. Push the roll. You pull the coin out. How do you feel upon seeing this? A sense of dread, because I know precisely what this coin is and where it's from and what it means. One of Detox's possessions was a two-headed coin, and the idea was that in this kind of world that we live in with all this crazy stuff, sometimes the only option is to make your own luck. So anytime she needed to do, you know, people were like, oh, what do we do? Do we do this or do this? And she'd say, you know, I'll flip a coin. Heads, we do it my way. Tails, we do it your way. And of course, it's a double-headed coin, so she'd always win. So as you realize this, it gives you momentary pause and it slips from your fingers and rolls out and lands heads up in front of Bertman. What is this? Uh, Well, apparently somebody wedged something into your circuitry here. How in the hell did we miss this? Uh, Maybe you failed your spot hidden roll. Because you didn't have me looking before. Jack writes Roy 
up in his wheelchair, and you start to hear someone pounding on the outside of the chamber door trying to get in. Probably Delta Green security. Someone let them in. We're in here. Occupied. Roy, what'd you find? I found that coin that Rocky's taking credit for. I glance over and see Rocky and everything he just went through. Just as quickly as it started, the noise subsides and the chamber dims to pitch black. Oh no, not again. Then the pod opens, flooding the room with a crimson hue. You squint, shielding your eyes until they adjust, but wish you hadn't. Someone is sitting inside the cathartic arena. Their slight form, nude and glistening pink like a newborn kitten. It is Gray Albright, a.k.a. Detox. Boot sequence complete. The voice that emits from this familiar form is alien, a warbling semblance of human language. I am Legion. Everybody roll sanity, please, as you see Detox, who should not be existing, sitting in the cathartic arena. Needed an 82, I rolled a 67. I need a 63, I got a 52. I needed a 77, I rolled a 93. It's a fail. So I'm going to need each of you to roll D4 and take that many sanity damage. Except for Gabe, who is fine. Three. Four. I win. At losing. My mouth is gaped. I grab Rocky and I try to push him towards the opening and hide behind him like a frightened child seeing a clown for the first time. I'm slowly climbing down the back of Rocky towards the floor into a fetal position and I urinate. I can't help myself. I piss my pants. As soon as I feel something on the back of me pushing me forward, I'm going to grab onto the nearest thing, which in this case is Bertman. And with all the strength I can, just top of his collar and like near the bottom of his shirt and just as hard as I can shove him towards the opening just to put something between me and whatever that is inside that chamber. Bertman is completely enthralled with this person who appeared in the pod and is sort of leaning in to touch. I'm going to kick him. And Rocky thrusts and kicks Bertman from behind and he loses his footing and hits his head on the side of a table and collapses to the ground unconscious. So Roy, I think uh, you're the only one right now who has his wits about him. I'll sort of grab Jack on the shoulder and try and like snap him back into it. Don't touch my pee. He seems pretty unresponsive at this point. I'll shake him a little bit. Be like, hey, anybody in there? I'm going to push my arms out, pushing away whatever's grabbing at me. Then I'll shove his face into his puddle. You did this! I snap out of it. (laughs) What What the hell is happening? I don't know. You all went crazy, and I'm sitting here being normal. Roy, it's Detox. Detox is in there. He's right there. You see him? Er, it. Well, let's do something about it. Okay, I go to the door to try to get out of the room. (laughs) And it is sealed. Roy, we have to leave. We have to get out now. I don't know how you plan on doing that. And I'll grab Rocky and punch him in the face. Was that really necessary, Roy? You suck. Can I tip him back in his wheelchair so he falls over again? I'm going to close my eyes like I've practiced over the last few months and take a deep breath and center myself. And I'm going to turn around from the door and I'm going to call out, Detox, it's me. Yes, Jack. What's happening? We are Legion. You've said that. What does that mean? I have come... Gross. ...to warn... To warn us? Yes. Of what? It's coming. What's coming? The other. How are you here? I know not. I awoke, and I am Legion. Detox, I'm... I'm sorry. Jack, you have seen things beyond reckoning. You have performed violence. Your heart is hard. 
Something is missing. Your sister. You grieve. Would you prefer to continue living in pain here in this world without answers forevermore? Or would you rather be reunited with her and experience enlightenment? I can see Leah again? Yes. Be with her. Be with us. I, I want to be with Leah. Then take my hand and become one with Legion. We run through the fields together. Just skipping through the daisies. I reach out my hand to, to take Legion's hand. And as he goes for that, I'm going to swat his arm down and put mine in front of him. No! Spray bottle. Bad, Jack. Bad. No. I'm going to just keep pushing forward with my hand stretched out. I put it back up like I'm in a trance just going forward. I'll grab him from behind. I'll pull his pants down. Here's a baseball card for you. Flip, 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 flip. I keep pushing and pulling my way towards Legion. So that sounds like it's going to be fighting brawl versus dodge. You guys are both going to do a fighting brawl. We're going to give Roy a penalty because he's in a wheelchair. But I don't have to be. I can get out of it. <laughs> no, you're stuck now. All right, so everybody failed. So basically you're kind of at a stalemate. So uh, we're going to go into round two. I'm dragging them both across the floor. <laughs> I'm going to lurch forward as much as I can to just to try to touch the tip of Detox's fingers. <laughs> you touch tips. I just want to see how it feels. I needed a 30. I rolled an 80. Failed. Let's see what these guys do. I succeeded, but I got to take a penalty die. Oh. I still succeeded. Ah, nice. Very well done. Manages to entangle your belt and hook it to his wheelchair. <laughs> With my teeth. <laughs> Reach back with my other arm, fist closed, and do a backward swing at how he's holding on to me. I need a 25. I rolled a 44 for my fighting bro. Right. I need a 40. I got an 89. You both failed on that attempt. Rocky, are you going to be doing anything while you see these guys batting each other? Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Step in front of him, grab him by both shoulders, and kind of shake him as hard as I can. Jack, I know that it sucks. It hurts losing people, but look, the first thing I was taught when I started in this business is that everything, and I mean everything, comes with a price. And before you take any step, before you make any decision, you have to ask yourself, am I willing to pay that price no matter what it is? Now you have to look at me and tell me, are you really sure that you trust that thing, whatever it is, more than us, more than everything around you, more than everything you've learned? I'm going to try to persuade him. Are we going to dual persuade roles? Uh, no, uh, his, his is going to be persuade, yours is going to be psychology. I needed a 40 and I rolled an 89. And all I'm going to do is turn back at him with tears streaming down my face. I just want to see Leah again. I just want to see Leah. And I'll just be in the wheelchair. Sisters suck! Oh, I needed an 80 on my psychology roll, and I got a 44, so that was a success. After I say that, I just collapse to my knees and hug Rocky. And he pulls me out of the chair. Roy's flopping on the ground like a fish out of water. Stand up, you lazy bastard! (laughs) It's hard. Detox says, in a voice drenched in sorrow, So be it. Roy... The horrors you've witnessed are taking their toll on your mind. It is only a matter of time before you destroy those closest to you. Do you wish to persevere, like an old clock that can no longer tell the correct time? Or may I offer you solace in the arms of your family once more? Joke's on you, Detox. I hate my family. (laughs) So mote it be. Rocky, unfortunately, I cannot ease your conscience. Legion is closed to you since you have become a marked man. Your fate is sealed, 
and you now belong to the filler of space. Perhaps in time, when we all return to stardust at the end of the cosmos, and history has become a circle flattened, we shall be reunited. But then again, perhaps not. Make what you can of the lives you have remaining. Beware the nine. There is one final pulse of red light, then all goes black. A terrible crack resounds within the chamber, prompting you to cover your ears reflexively. Then the doorway leading to the science lab opens abruptly, forcibly snapped away from the wall by a team of Delta Green operatives who storm inside, but are almost immediately frozen in shock at the scene before them. Someone from behind the large group pushes their way past and steps into the chamber wild-eyed. It is Jacqueline, the personal trainer from the physical fitness gymnasium. Where is she? she asks. Before anyone can respond, she strides quickly across the room to stare Jack in the eyes. Through gritted teeth, she asks, What did you do to my little sister? Rocky, your phone makes a dinging sound. Excuse me, I have to take this. And you pull it out, and you see that a new app has been installed. Candy Crush? Oh, not this again. Earthlink. The icon is a coin with a snake eating its own tail. Ooh, the Ouroboros. And the app's name is Detox. All around, you hear other dinging coming from everyone else's phone. Tune in next time as we crack open another case of the Lovecraft tapes. Everything I make tries to kill me. I'm glad I don't have a smartphone. It shows up on his Motorola Razor. Damn, that's the only way Detox can be defeated. Flip phones. Blackberry. All right, guys. Well, now it's time for some hashtag recommendos where we share some of our geeky obsessions. So please roll D100. Matt, start us off, buddy. This week we're doing something a little different. I'm stepping outside the normal game zone that I occupy here, and I'm going to pull a Brian and recommend a series that is on a streaming service. So this is a series that is on HBO. Uh, It is a collaboration between BBC and HBO. They took Philip Pullman's book series, the His Dark Materials trilogy, and they are turning it into their own take in the form of a a TV show. Now, for anybody who was around a while ago, this book series did have a movie adaptation in 2013 called The Golden Compass. So if you remember that, it's this is the same material, but that movie was bad. And with the the time and the care that the BBC is known for giving to some of its its series, the one that they have on HBO is just so much better than what they gave it in the movie. The first season is out now. It's eight episodes long, and it's an hour apiece. So they have eight hours to explore what is more or less the first book in this series as opposed to the movie, which was like, you know, 90 minutes to do a whole book. So there's a lot more depth. There's a lot more to the characters. You get a lot more of the world and the lore, and it's just so so well done my only complaint would be that it can meander a bit in the middle there are a few points in the in the middle episodes where it might be a bit slow it didn't bother me because the beginning and the end are so strong that it honestly blew me away when i finished and i was really excited when i immediately googled for season two to see that it is on its way Uh, it's called his dark materials and it is on hbo awesome thank you bray Anybody out there who is a fan of Tales from the Dark Side back in the day, uh, it was their answer to Tales from the Crypt. I watched a new show. It's on Hulu. It's called Dimension 404. 
And it's along the same lines. Each um, episode deals with something with our society nowadays, kind of what they did with Tales from the Dark Side at the time, except their, theirs was a little bit more scary. This is a little bit more technical, like with technology and stuff like that. Each episode is a different different story, and it, it deals with, with something that it's, it's constantly happening in our society, whether it's dating apps or the newest technology with movie theaters and stuff like that. There's only six episodes, but it's a fun little, little watch. Uh, I I suggest uh, taking a look at it. Um, you might not like all of the episodes, like me. I didn't particularly like all of the episodes, but uh, the message was pretty cool on most of them. So definitely take a look at us. Dimension 404 on Hulu. All right. Thanks, Bri. Gabe, you ready? This is a show from 2015. It's got uh, Eric Andre and Jay Baruchel in it. It's called Man Seeking Woman. It's on FX, so I'm sure it's on that Hulu FX thing. It's a comedy. It's about Jay Baruchel, who's basically just trying to navigate the dating world. And basically what the show is, all of the stereotypes of dating as if they are actually true. So, like, in the first episode, he meets his ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend, and it's Hitler. Hitler rolls out in his wheelchair, and it's just that kind of show. It's Eric Andre humor, so if you've ever seen the Eric Andre show, it's similar to that style of humor. It's just fun to see all these stereotypes brought to life. It's just very extremist, a lot of fun like that, overindulgent stuff. It's a lot of fun. That's a man-seeking woman. I'm not going to disturb the trend, so I'm going to be recommending a limited series on Netflix called Middleditch and Schwartz, starring Thomas Middleditch from Zombieland colon Double Tap or Kong colon Skull Island, and Ben Schwartz from Star Wars colon The Force Awakens and the Lego Movie 2 colon The Second Part. So they've traded colons for an ampersand. Basically, they perform, these two guys perform improv in front of a live studio audience. They ask the audience members personal questions for a few minutes, and then they use those details in a totally original sketch, which they then perform live. Uh, They often play multiple roles. They often share characters, so they switch roles real quick. They break the fourth wall because they crack themselves up too much. And it's kind of like watching tightrope walkers swaying on a thin wire between skyscrapers, because you're sure at any minute they're going to, like, fuck up the scene somehow they just keep it rolling often when they do start to make a mistake they do it in hilarious fashion sometimes they diverge from humor to straight up drama which is kind of fun so it'll be hilarious gut busting one minute and then the next minute you're like that's kind of sad they also have no fear of embarrassment and no topic seems taboo so that is middle ditch and schwartz on netflix and it is hilarious All right, guys. Well, that's going to be it for this episode and this case of the Lovecraft tapes. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you prefer. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review. Meanwhile, you can find us at lovecrafttapes.com with links to our hashtag recommendals and social media channels, including Reddit, YouTube, and our Discord server, where you can chat with us in real time. You can find me on Twitter at lovecrafttapes. And if anybody can explain this candy crushing thing to me, I don't get it. Find me at Twitter at the Real Weird Kid. And if there's any hashtag old f- flip phoners out there, you can find me at Lovecraft Gabe. Except I won't be able to respond because hashtag flip phone. Someone needs to find Detox and tell them to give me another chance. Or the, you can let me know if you find them at Brian Podcasts on Twitter. Until next time, roll for. TikToks. What's a TikTok? Isn't that the noise a clock makes? Why is everybody laughing? I don't get it. The Lovecraft Tapes podcast is copyright 2020. 
For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com. Support the Lovecraft Tapes podcast and get access to exclusive content and rewards at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes. Microphone testes. <laughs> I said a thing. That's as funny or funnier than Rick and Morty. You just you know, you just have to have a high enough IQ to, to, to find Rick and Morty funny. Well, maybe you just have too low of an IQ to understand that what you just said is equally as funny. Or maybe you both could be happy and watch their new show, which is on Hulu. That's a low IQ show. It's not Rick and Morty. I only watch Rick and Morty. I only Morty. watch high IQ television. I haven't heard of that channel. All right. Before we... Oh, I guess I should roll up. Roll 20 here, shouldn't I? You guys didn't say I was missing. You're missing. Damn it, he figured it out. Shit. We were hoping you wouldn't notice and you just do the whole thing. Oopsie. Oopsie, oopsie. Oopsie, poopsie. (laughs) Poop. You said poopsie. High IQ stuff. How you doing there, buddy? Uh, You need another drink? Uh, Yeah, something strong if you got it. Real strong. Yeah, I've got something strong. Are you, you something bug, bugging you? Is some something worrying you? Oh, uh, you know, the in-laws are in town. The wife is nagging me. All these, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know the feeling. Hey, hey, take a double shot on me, buddy. All right, thanks. Yeah, no problem. You know, uh, if, if this uh, doesn't really dull the pain for you, I got something a little stronger if you're interested. Well, considering my liver's already got several holes in it, why not? Well, this is no big deal. I mean, the, what you're drinking is perfectly fine, but uh, what you really need here is uh, take one of these pills. It just takes the edge off a little bit. It's uh, it's it's not uh, habit-forming or anything like that. Just, just go ahead and take one. How does that make you feel? All right. You can mix and match. It's all right. Alcohol doesn't... Uh, contradict this thing too much hey you're right i'm i'm really starting to care less about everything nice yeah yeah and don't, don't worry about the gills that are starting to form at your, the base of your neck there it's fine yeah whatever now, but you know now that you got gills you can kind of you know take a little puff of this here just here, try this this is good stuff <laughs> nice. Nice see, see the smoke is coming out of your gills it's, it's all good <laughs> That's the first step, of course. You know, if you really want to complete the thing, here, let me grab this spoon and uh, this. Uh, we'll just melt this stuff over the candle and uh, roll up your sleeve if you would mind. Yeah, sure thing, buddy. Yeah, this will really take. I mean, if you got a mother-in-law, trust me, this will get rid of her in a heartbeat. No problem. Take this belt. Uh-huh, I'm just uh-huh. going to tighten this up a bit. Ooh, okay. Oh, there's the vein. You see the vein? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised that thing is still right there, there after all these years. Right. Uh, just a little, uh, a little pinprick. No big deal. Yeah. Okay, while not settling in, what we really need to do now is uh, this stuff called meth. It's it's the latest drug on the market, and it just really, really takes the edge off. I mean, uh, you know, all, all the angles become round. It's it's some good stuff. Well, I mean, here. you haven't steered little... me wrong yet, so I, let's let's keep going. Exactly. Then. I, got, I got the pipe right here. Oh, just, great. You know, let me, uh, okay. Just uh, take a little suck on that. You know, my wife said the same thing last night. Didn't go too well. But we'll give this a shot. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, man. I, you didn't say anything about a wife. Uh, I figured she maybe was in the, uh, not in the picture anymore. Oh, I've tried to get her out of the picture, but she just keeps jumping back in. Something about photo bombs? I don't know, man. Okay. Well, let, let me get this ladder. I'm going to get up on the top shelf here. and just bring this down. Oh, okay, oh, here we go. This is what we call this is this high grade stuff here. It's uh, it's what I call I call meteor shit. Oh, re- media shit, huh? Does it, does it come from outer space? Is that why you call it media shit? I assume it did. You know, it's uh, we get it from an uh, importer exporter, and uh, uh, so what we need to do is just grab grab hold of this uh, uh, hammer here and uh, just give right. it a little of a tap. I'll hold the screwdriver. Okay, hold hold, hold still. Ting ting. 
All right, do you see that glowing green goop? Oh, yeah, yeah, I see that. Just uh, smear a little bit underneath your eyes. Uh oh, okay. And you'll start to see. Wow. Yeah, what do you see there, buddy? I can see music. Yeah, that's that's how you know it's working. I also smell color. Smell color is good. Uh, now, if you happen to uh, grow a tail over the course of the next five days, it's not a big deal. I had the same problem, but uh, you know, you might just start to develop these uh, urges and uh, taste for exquisite, you know, meats of the uh-huh. human variety. Yeah, I can steer you the right way. Don't worry about that. Oh, cool. I might have spilt some onto these four turtles and this rat. Does that mean anything to you? Or I uh, don't worry about that. All uh, right, they're on the half shell, so it's. It's fine. So, uh, yeah, you just come on back here if you need another hit, and uh, I'll take care of you. Yeah, thanks, man. This just... <laughs> Yeah, the media shit hits you hard, but uh, I got you. No, no worries. They're all gone now. Whenever there's nondescript dice rolling in all of Cthulhu, a <laughs> I, I, little bit of poop comes out. Just checking one thing here. Oh, boy. We don't like it when you check one thing. <laughs> little bit of poop. It's Especially a lot better when you than see when the he... reaction go, ooh. <laughs> well, that's a lot better than when he checks, ooh. like, ten things. <laughs> okay, got it. And now you're going to tell us everything. <laughs> yeah, wait, was this legal? <laughs> wait a minute. Barely. Hot for teacher. Got it made. Who's Fetisha? Why is she so hot? <laughs> Letitia. Oh. Hot <laughs> for Letitia. I know it's early and you haven't had any lucky charms yet. Booberry, though. Gross. We're never letting that one go, Gib. Never. Never go. <laughs> oh. Wet nap. Wet naps. Wet naps. I need some wet naps to wipe this stuff off my face. Sponsor us, wet naps. <laughs> we also have a little bit of meteor shit for you if uh, you're so inclined. <laughs> uh, we can crack that open for you. Fantastic. You might grow a little moss. The funny thing is nobody will understand that until the end of the episode. <laughs> right, exactly. People are going to be like, what the fuck is meteor shit? Did I miss something? It doesn't shut off right away, and Roy's like, finally, stands up, he's naked, he's walking around his room. We're like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, the horrible. His ass is hanging out. So much crack. How does he have two ass cracks? <laughs> and he reaches over and he starts eating some sausage and blowing his nose. <laughs> Alternating. No, I do it at the same time. Oh, <laughs> sausage eating his sausage nose. Sausage is coming out. Ah, damn it. Chunks of sausage. It cleans out your sinuses. <laughs> he uses it in his hair. What? 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 If you swear, I'll yell. I'll tell on you. This is a Christian Minecraft server, Brian. Sorry. Suck my blocks. I feel down to my neck and I have gills. Who's Gil? You'll find out at the end of the episode. <laughs> Old Gil. <laughs> Coffee's for closers. 